rumor has it, S&B changed the relationship status from besties to roomies. Friends or lovers, moving in is risky business. Anytime the rules change, you don't know how they'll change you. We take the risk because the payoff can be so great. But the truth is, we never truly know who we're living with or the company they keep. Better watch out, kids. Trouble's moving in and it's looking to make the Upper East Side its bitch. Hey! Hi! Welcome back to Three Gossip Girls, a Gossip Girl podcast. I'm Liz. And I'm Michelle. Tonight we watched season four, episode three, The Undergraduates, original air date September 27th, 2010, written by Amanda Lasher and directed by Norman Buckley, OG Gossip Girl staff on the episode. Yeah, yeah. On her first day at Columbia... Blair attempts to gain membership into an ultra-exclusive social club. Serena begins to suspect that Juliet is intentionally sabotaging her life, and it may have something to do with Nate. Rufus is worried about Dan and decides to take matters into his own hands. Mm -hmm. Some reveals in this episode. I did tease that Georgina would be back, and she was for a hot minute. Happy to see her. Yeah. It's always a good episode when Georgina is there. My glass full of gossip tonight is a mix of a European drink, Pellegrino, San Pellegrino, blood orange flavor, with some Canada Dry, Mandarin orange flavored. I love orange To cut the sweetness. Mm -hmm. Um, I picked an orange drink because I felt as though this episode I wanted to name the glass full of gossip under construction because Gossip Girl's website was under construction and it's a symbol for all of our characters especially Chuck and I just felt like oh they're working on themselves they're under construction it's a new year new school year and orange because construction signs are normally orange that's correct there you go my explanation (laughs) so cute (laughs) and this is the first time I believe that I had a star fruit. Oh, I'm sorry. And my garnish, I didn't even mention, was a star fruit. That was like my little, I call it a, Randy and I, when we go to the supermarket, sometimes we'll come home with a mystery item. I do that too. And so if he goes to the supermarket, he'll get some random fruit vegetable we've never seen or had before. So a couple weeks ago, we have had dragon fruit, but I brought it home just to like, ah, it's so pretty and pink with the like kiwi looking you know, seeds in it. And then we also had the star fruit. And I was like, oh, that would be fun in the drink because it's a star shape and there are celebrities in this episode at the Fashions Night Out. Yeah. So it was all fitting. It was very good. And then European, like for Fle? Fle? Yes. (laughs) Forever her name will be Fle on this this podcast. Sorry, Eva. Yeah. It's, It's hard for me to... Remember, it is Eva. It physically does Why not come out that? of my mouth because I want to call her Eva. I know that's not it's her name. so weird because all I think of her as is as Eva. Okay. Eva doesn't even come to my mind. Okay, good. I'm just going to cut it. Alyssa, you're going to get your shit together. It's Eva. I'll just or correct just you. Or just Fleur. Just call her Fleur. Yeah. yeah. Wanted to refresh our listeners and Michelle on our three gossip words from last week. Key, which fitting for the head... head key holder what do they call her juliet but also a key 
for the Hamilton house and a key for potentially our roommates. Yeah. For our multiple new, roommates. Our new roommates. And then Outsider could have went with Chuck, as you said last week. I meant it for Serena, actually. That when watching, works, that's how I took and it. And it works for Juliet, too, because obviously she doesn't belong in this world, even though she puts on a great facade. It also works for Fleur. It also works for Fleur. So there you go. And then insult. Now, when Blair insults Eva in this episode, I told everyone in the chat, I've watched this four times. I still get so infuriated when Blair insults her in the dress shop. So I felt like I had to add that as my last gossip word. And she insults her. And you know what? There's a lot of insulting in general in the episode, which it's Gossip Girl, of course. Right. Okay. So as I said, Gossip Girl website under construction. She ain't nowhere to be found in the beginning of the school year. And Blair is so upset because she's like, there's there's no one to track my first day at Columbia. And Dorota's sitting there. Who? Hey, Dorota. So nice to see I know, you. So great. Keeps hitting refresh. She's like, keep refreshing. Keep pressing that button. And so on the contrary, Serena is so happy Gossip Girl isn't around because now she can't stir up trouble on her first day back. However, Eric's like, yeah, she's not gone, though. She's just under construction. Don't worry. There's just a glitch. A little glitch. So over at Columbia, Blair and Serena meet up and they're walking and talking about how they're going to divide and conquer this year at Columbia like they did in Paris. Blair even suggests they become members of Hamilton House, which... Is a very exclusive and restrictive club. Apparently, there's a you know this is like a charter of that club in all different colleges. Yeah, it apparently makes Soho House look like a halfway house. Apparently, <laughs> and also Nate was potentially a member. Serena thought he was keeping it on the DL, which we do find out he is a member. Um, but they select incoming students, and it's by an, an anonymous alumni. So if you're selected, you go to the key master to see if you get a key. So Blair and Serena enter Hamilton House, where they go and spot Penelope. Oh, Penelope Shafai is back in the building. It's so I good was to happy see to see her. I was happy. It was fun to bring back an old friend, yeah. especially one that stirred, like just riles Blair and Serena up so much. Is Nellie Yuki on the island? I no, she's not on the island. Cool, and not, neither is Isabel. Oh, I don't really either. care much about Isabel, but I know Nellie Yuki like not and the Penelope. Fun <laughs> sorry, Isabel. Yeah, sorry. Uh, but Penelope is always stirring the tea oh, she yeah. loves it and of course she's a member of Hamilton House and she her great aunt or whatever is uh, you know a founding member so she's by hierarchy in, involved in the Hamilton House and so um, she's as bitchy as ever her banter with the girls literally has not changed it's really funny um, and she points them into the direction of the key master who is Juliet Sharp. I'm like, I don't know why I'm surprised, but also like, what? But all, what? <laughs> all I can say is when all of this comes out, when we wrap up on Juliet, the shit better be explained. It better be explained. Yeah. Wait, I, yeah. I have a question for yeah, you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. When yeah. we first met Juliet, well, not with her and Nate, she was volunteering for Eleanor. Yes, for an event that Eleanor was a part of. Okay, so not so technically for she Eleanor. doesn't work for Eleanor. Okay, so it wasn't she's just Eleanor like good at volunteering with everything. Apparently, no, that's fine and good for you. But how did you become 
key master. Something is not. There's a disconnect there. Yeah. yeah. And so when I saw her, I'm like, what? She goes from like being this cool, nonchalant, aloof girl that Nate starts to like. And then all of a sudden overnight, you're like this stuck up, snobby bitch key holder at Columbia. Since when did you go to Columbia? I never heard you go to Columbia before. Right. Okay. So to in order to be a part of Hamilton House, you'd have to go, go to, to a Colum- college at least. And now... Or just Columbia or a college. Well, I'm assuming... I, what I, From what I understand, there's Hamilton Houses around the college, maybe Ivies or, you know, something like that. Okay. But this is the... the Charter is that what they call it? They call it a charter. This is a world I'm not Same. sure. We're not of. from the fraternity so maybe, sorority type. Well, I don't know if this is sorority, but maybe someone can clue us in on yeah, it. Yeah, I think this is just like a subsect of this club, but this is like at the very. This is Columbia's Hamilton House, but oh. she's the key holder, right. or at least one of the key holders. Like that's like a a pretty. Uh, important role like right. how would you get this also how old are you yeah you know There's what grade are you questions are you a her. sophomore are you a senior is she alumni is she alumni does she even go to columbia like lots of questions here hopefully you know we'll we'll answer them but it's definitely suspicious yeah suspicious. a little bit so the girls go up to her and they introduce themselves and juliet acts like she has no idea who serena is even though they met Yesterday, I'm pretty sure, because Nate was in the same shirt he was wearing at the brunch, but yet it's the next day because Chuck woke up and also the girls are going to school. So it's a little confusing, but they met yet, you know, maybe two days to a day ago. And the bottom line is she knows who she is. You know who she is. (laughs) Nate spent his whole time explaining to you who Serena was, you know you who know Serena who she is. is. So she does a poor job of saying that, oh yeah, Serena, right. Um, so I have a key. I only have one. And it's to Blair. Shocker, because even Blair was surprised that it wasn't the Serena Vanderwoods and it girl to get the key. So then at that moment, there's a gossip girl blast that comes through. She's like, I'm back, bitches. <laughs> Spills all the tea. Chuck and his new accessory, Eva, um, which kind of embarrasses Blair because obviously this is the first time she's actually seen her on his arm in New York City. And then all other things, which we'll get into, but there's a live live stream video of the girls at Hamilton House, which I'm like, well, how is this happening? Penelope. I guess, but there were other girls in the background holding up their camera phones. There could have been so any I'm like, of them. So I'm like, who is live streaming this? Well, anyone Could have been them. any of them. But probably Penelope, if I had to guess. Probably Don't Penelope. you think? She's yeah, the one who has she's always, she's always into that. Also, hello, live stream on Gossip Girl. This is the first of many times it's used on Gossip Girl. So right. new season, new type of technology. But when all is said and done, Juliet tells Serena, like, you need to leave because this is a members only club. So Serena leaves outside. Blair is trying her best to make Serena feel better, saying that, oh, I won't accept if they don't accept you. And pretty much like waiting for Serena to give her the okay to and give her the blessing to to stay in Hamilton House and what she's super excited, but they decide they'll meet later to go over their first day at Columbia. So Serena's left by herself because Blair goes inside and she immediately calls Dan, who 
is having a crazy morning because he doesn't know where Georgina is. He found out she is in St. Bart's and not at the spa. And now he's concerned like she's not coming back. So then he hangs up on her really quickly and she sees Nate, who is (laughs) not so nice, saying that, you know, he's got to go. He can't show her around campus. And she's like, "Okay, well, maybe we can just catch up anyway. And he's like, "Mm, not now. I have my own club I need to go to. Very, very short with her. So later on, there's this Hamilton House soiree in motion. It's like Constance 2.0. It really is. The, the girls are sitting on the steps drinking their drinks. It went from yogurts to martinis. It's just, exactly. It's just the, the upscale version of Constance. And uh, Serena calls Blair and she's like, look, I'm starving. When are we going to get dinner? And Blair has to lie because Juliet's like, you can't leave. You have to tell us like about your royalty experience. And so Blair's like, but can I invite Serena? And of course, they're like, no, just members only. She can't come. And I wouldn't want her to feel hurt about it. So don't mention it. (laughs) So she tells Serena that she doesn't feel well. She's going to take a bubble bath and call it a night. So after they hang up, Serena immediately goes on her laptop and goes on Gossip Girl, in which there's another live stream of Blair just cheersing away at Hamilton House. I mean, don't you think this is again Penelope? Most likely. And she's like, oh, well, now I know what Blair was doing. Why did she lie to me? So the next day, Serena confronts Blair very maturely, mind you, about canceling. She's like, look, I know you're going to do this Hamilton House stuff. It's cool. Just don't lie to me next time. And Blair's like, oh, well, you know, Julia told me not to say anything to you. She's like, okay. So now I'm convinced Juliet is just trying to manipulate my entire life. This must be her whole scheme. And so Blair is upset by it because it makes it seem like it's like belittling her uh, opportunity to have been in Hamilton House. And so she rebuttals saying that Serena's pretty much just a sore loser. Like you didn't, you didn't win and now you're a sore loser and College is not easy for you. Sucks to suck for you. And she leaves and Serena ends up seeing another girl get a key to Hamilton House. So now she knows for sure that Juliet is like on her case. Yeah. And it's also one of those situations, too, where (laughs) Serena's right, but she's coming off. But it comes off. Very mm, self-centered. Yeah, exactly. And I can understand Blair's point, too, because I probably react the same way. Yeah, like, uh, come on. Really? You selfish girl. You think she's obsessed with you just like you think everybody's obsessed with you? Right, like, get over yourself. Right. Yeah. So at Columbia, Serena tracks down Juliet, and she goes up to her, and she just accuses her of, like, going to the absolute max just to hold on to Nate. Like, obviously, you're jealous that he, we're, we have a past, and, like... I mean, this is one event, Serena. It's a little paranoid, I feel like, for you to say, like, you know, you're just jealous of Nate and I's past relationship. I know. But... I kind of wish she used something else. <laughs> something else? It's not the relationship, but I guess she doesn't have anything else. She doesn't Almost have it. Almost if you're jealous of my status, but that sounds worse. Yes. But this is, like, her logic was, it has to be about Nate. Right. You know? Well, what else but would it the be? audience, like, maybe it's more so than that. Well, we know it's more so than yeah, that. Yeah, so... She spins it like eh, maybe it's because of the Nate thing. And then Juliet says, well, actually, no, you were accepted into Hamilton House, but someone else didn't want you to be a part of it, hinting that it was Blair. And apparently Blair told the committee about Pete Fairman. This guy keeps getting circled and circled around for four seasons now of the guy who OD'd in front of Serena and happens to have been on tape. And now it's like, ooh. Okay, so Serena 
believes Juliet and she storms off thinking that Blair sold her out. So I asked Michelle immediately, do you think Juliet was telling the truth? And she goes, oh, no. <laughs> no. And I and she's like, do you think Blair did this? And I said, absolutely no, not. No. Absolutely not. Yes. So over to Chuck for a moment at the Empire. Chuck wakes up to find Eva on the rooftop at the Empire. And we certainly are not in Kansas anymore. She's like, what is this whole world? She's looking at the city skyline like, oh, my goodness, you guys like you're you just live in a completely different world than me. And then they decide to just do it on the balcony, which was actually super cute. I didn't mind it that much. Yeah, Nothing she does bothers me. <laughs> no, she's a very pure soul. Pure, pure little angel, little blonde angel. Yeah, yeah. So later on, Chuck gets a text from Lily telling him to come over because Eric and Rufus aren't home because obviously they're not as forgiving as she is. And then even Gossip Girl spills the beans on them later on because they weren't really supposed to be meeting up. But uh, Nate comes in and he gives Chuck back his little black book. He's like, I had well. a crazy Thanks. summer, but like I'm past this now. And uh, he's only after one girl that won't go out with him, a.k.a. Juliet. Right. <laughs> and Chuck Chuck is like this new man. Oh, have faith. And he looks at the garbage can, throws his black book in the garbage can. He's like, I found the girl that changed that changed me. It will cha- It changed everything. And he's like, what the? And Ava comes out at that moment. She's like, let me make you guys breakfast. And Chuck's like, no, we don't we don't cook here. We have people who do that for us. And she just can't believe. And she looks at Nate like, oh, my God. And Nate's like, "Uh, I live in this world. I don't really get this. Right. But he's like, and I have a whole day booked at the spa for you. I'm like, what? I want that. I would die if I was her. I just would be like, what What dream did I and, But did also I awkward feeling, too. Awkward. Yeah, like you're getting so... Pampered like, and you yeah. don't know why. And just c- constantly. And still not really understanding or knowing what is his past and right. who are you. Right. Like, do, like, we don't know exactly what he has told her. So it's like, is this like just your inheritance money that you still claim right. that you had? And which is technically true. I mean, it is like inheritance, but then he owns a hotel. So it's like he's got a lot of money and she just entered this world. She had no idea what to expect. So they part ways. Chuck heads to the Vander Watsons and has a talk with Mother Dearest Lily, which I we always love their talks. It's very sweet. Except I was telling Michelle, the music piano something in the background was very awkward to me, the way they were speaking. And, you know, Chuck, even though Ed Westwick has a British accent, I almost felt like he needed to have his British accent in this moment. Like it was a Downton Abbey situation. It, it was dramatic. <laughs> yes. And so he apologizes. And the way he apologizes, too, didn't feel very heartfelt for me, but also... You know, what he's saying is I, I'm I'm a changed person and I feel terrible about what happened between me and Jenny. And Lily says, well, I, as I forgive you, the rest of my family hasn't yet. So we don't want to like push your luck with them. And so, like I said, he met he mentions he met this great woman who has changed him and he wants her to meet his family and so lily suggests that he bring her to fashion sign out so that everyone can mingle and it's not so formal or forced that they meet her and so he agrees for eva and him to join so chuck is shopping with eva and he's helping her pick out a dress for the event and he gets a call from his lawyer so he has to leave for her to leave her to pick a dress or however many is on the bass bill 
that she needs to, which you know she only picked out like one dress. Because like who would just like be like, yeah, let's just have 10 dresses. But also we didn't see the dress that she tried on. No, we didn't. It's not. Unless she didn't purchase that one. I don't know. I like to believe that she only purchased one dress. I like to think that she came with a dress, but I don't think that dress was hers. No, I don't even though think it so. was very much her. It was very. No, I think she, look. You're right. Only one dress. <laughs> just, only one dress. I just have this like sense of I just the angelic. I just can't get past it. But yeah. Uh, poor Eva. Little does she know, Blair and Juliet are shopping at the same store, and the two girls are having this discussion about Serena and her not getting into Hamilton House. And so then Juliet tells Blair, like, "Look, don't you? Isn't it good to have something that's just your own for once? Just." Keeps like just pushing manipulative, it. so manipulative, and she says it in the way where you're like, "Oh yeah, you're right, I get it, exactly." She's manipulating Blair, manipulating Nate, and then tells Blair, "Meet me for inaugural drinks later at the Hamilton House party, which we mentioned." So Juliet leaves, but then Eva spots Blair, and she's like, "Oh hello, Blair." Do you remember me? I didn't actually get a chance to introduce myself, and Blair will not even touch her hand. She's so disgusted by her. I literally, it gets me so angry even talking about this. And she's trying to be like just gracious and like feel like, yeah, this is an awkward situation, but like I'm trying to make it nice. And Blair just like left and right insults her about her like pesky hands and you should get gloves. I was, oh, I was so mad the whole time, but she leaves Eva just like in shock. She's like, boom. It's like the Gossip Girl, like, boom. And for each scene, that was, like, what Blair just yeah. left on her. You know, it's funny. You're, I don't know if now I'm jaded when it comes to Blair's <laughs> insults because you were so heated. I know, but it's also. And it's also your fourth time watching. Oh, yeah. And for me, I'm like, well, yeah, of course she'd act this way. Uh, but no, but of course she'd act this yeah. way. But again, it's season four Blair. I don't know why I would think there would be any such growth. Well, but also she's with- extremely jealous. Yes, and also not with the girl that Chuck is dating. And the girl that changed Chuck. Yeah, she no, changed exa- him. Listen, <laughs> I would probably I know, I get it. be... I would have ran away if I was Blair, but you I'm know, not Blair. <laughs> in, internally, probably mm-hmm. not the most nice person. Oh, no. I would be Feeling-wise. dying inside, yeah. but I would never bring it to the surface no. like Blair. No. So that's why it hurts me so much. But I, I do understand right. where it's coming yeah. from. She's just so incredibly like self-conscious and devastated that the love of her life has now found someone better for him. And, you know, it's one thing to say you know, I, I still want you in my life, so to speak, in right, Paris. Right, right. And then now you're back in New York and you're right in my face. Yeah. So there's I can't nowhere even, to hide. There's nowhere to hide. I can't <laughs> even grow without you in my field of vision. Yep. You're just in front of me with this new woman. That mm-hmm. That's tough. It's really, it sucks. And I don't wish it upon anyone because that mm-hmm. feeling of seeing a past relationship, you know, lover with someone else is an awful feeling. It is really it's awful. shitty. Yeah. yeah. So for Rufus and Eric, as we said, they were not happy with Lily meeting up with Chuck. And uh, Eric 
text Rufus saying like, we thought this guy, I thought he wasn't allowed in our, in our house and now he's here. And so Rufus is like, oh shit, I have to deal with this. As he's trying to deal with telling Dan that Milo is his son, like Rufus is having a bad morning. <laughs> and so Rufus ends up going to the Vander Woodson house and confronting Lily about Chuck, but Lily kind of smooths it over a little bit and saying that Chuck has changed and she vouches for him and she just begs Rufus to please reconsider giving him another chance. And then Rufus states that even Jenny told him what happened between the two wasn't his fault, which again, consensual. I'm not going to get into that situation, but he decides, okay, I'm going to try and keep the peace for my family, which, okay, admirable. Yeah. Hard to do yeah. when it comes to your your daughter, your flesh and blood. So later on at the Vander Woodson's, Rufus and Eric are getting ready for the event. And Rufus mentions that Chuck will be coming after all, and they should both give him a second chance. And Eric is so fired up. He's like, no, how many chances can we give Chuck Bass? This is his millionth chance and reveals that Chuck tried to force himself on Jenny her freshman year. Years ago. Yeah, years ago. Right. And so Rufus is like, just seeing right at this point, like, okay, get me towards Chuck because I'm going to fucking kill him. Yeah, I mean, I would too. Yeah. Before we get to the party over to Dan. Dan has told Vanessa about Milo not being his son. So now this morning he wakes up, thinks Milo's his son. Daddy comes over and tells him, eh, genetics, he's not your son. JK. <laughs> JK, I'm sorry. It doesn't work like that. And so not your baby. now on Gossip Girl, he sees Georgina is in St. Bart's and she's supposed to be at the spa. I don't know where the spa is. I'm assuming somewhere in the city, maybe not, maybe Connecticut. She's at the spa in St. Bart's. But but now we figure out maybe she went to the, the spa in St. Bart's, but he can't can't reach her. He can't call her. She took her passport. He doesn't know where she went. So he's calling all these hotels at St. Bart's and he just he can't locate her. So Dan and Vanessa decide they're going to go to Child Protective Services just to kind of figure out some information. What do they do further? And he like leaves immediately. He feels devastated because potentially they'd be putting him in foster care, which he could be bounced from home to home. And then it could take years before he's even adopted. And then even then he probably couldn't even see him because he's not his biological father, which is awful. And he's like, if Geor- Georgina doesn't return, I'm just taking Milo and I'm raising him as my son. Craziness. But Craziness. <laughs> probably do the same thing. Of course. I mean, you can't just... You already love this child. You already child. love this child. You already thought this was your child. Why not in your eyes can it be your child? Right. Uh, so that's just crazy. And they go back to the loft and Dan and Vanessa start discussing like, yeah, he might potentially drop out of school. Vanessa's going to take early classes. She's going to move in to help Dan take care of Milo. Three men in a baby style. Right. Fucking and love this movie. definitely Gutenberg. And he says, yeah, as long as I'm not Gutenberg, Dan, I hate to tell you, you are 1,000% Gutenberg. Newsflash. 100%, buddy. You were 100%. It just, it, it is what it is. Yeah. All while this is happening quickly, Nady boy, he's desperate, seek, desperately seeking Juliet. And he tracks her down wanting to go on a date. And she's like hesitant. She knows she feels it. But he, she doesn't think he's over Serena. He's like, oh, no, Serena's definitely out of the picture. I'm like, okay, sure. She's out of the picture. But he mentions, uh, she mentions that she's volunteering at the fashion event. And so he's like, oh, I'll just do it too so we can be near each other. And he's like, she's like, oh, wow, you're really, you know, you're doing everything you can. He's like, well, I've never had to work this hard. I'm like, oh. 
You know, Miranda worked this hard to get the Punani name. I'm sorry. But I also feel <laughs> your life's so like hard. That's not true. It's not true. I feel like he's worked equally as hard on all yes, the girls. Yes, I'm just thinking about all the other girls. Like, what's her face from last season? Brie? Yeah. Was that next? Last? No, that wasn't even. That was second season, right? No, that was last season. Yeah. Yeah. So, Catherine, you know, for sure, that was a hot mess. But Brie... It worked le- a little less hard, but this is about as equal as no. it would be. It was this is less work than Serena. Yeah. So yeah. What are you talking <laughs> what about? Are you talking about less work than Blair. <laughs> right. And I mean that was like childhood things. No, but- I know, but also you've you've technically gone out with this woman. Like she knows everything about you, right? You're basically you just dating. haven't slept with her <laughs> exactly. So to him, it's like we have this emotional connection, but I need the I physical. Need the physical. <laughs> I need the physical. Ugh. So on to the next day. It's fashion's night out. This huge event. <laughs> this sweet, the scene of Chuck and Eva uh, made me laugh because literally he was with a cane last episode, and then this episode he's walking fine. Did anyone else notice that? The uh, scene he comes walking now. in, he's like, Eva, are you ready? He's walking completely fine. I'm like, it was just 24 hours ago that you were Geppetto Chuck holding a cane, and now you're not him at all. Listen, what happens in Paris stays I in guess, Paris. I guess He so. healed his way into when he became he must rich have. again, quote unquote, and overseas. Yeah, maybe he thought it wasn't a good look for Chuck Bass to come walking in with Definitely a cane. Definitely not a good look. But Although it's like, it's cool. It's like totally a pimp. Totally could have been <laughs> totally a good. look. He could have rocked it. Like, yeah, I got shot, but I'm totally good now. Look I'm at my good. life story. I'm a changed man. Check out my swag. Exactly. But he he lost he missed opportunity there. Um, but he gets a text from Lily who is excited to meet Eva at the party. And then Eva emerges from the bedroom and she's not ready to go. And she tells him, mm, I ran into Blair. <laughs> who completely solidified her feelings of being an outsider and not belonging in Chuck's world and just maybe would embarrass him. And Chuck assures her, look, the only the only people that would be embarrassed would be like themselves. You are you are the perfection, perfect, just little angel. You're just a and perfect example you're, of, of who, what a human what, And what they aren't and, and what they should be. Yeah. And they were going to fall for everything in her that she experienced. Yes. What's the Exudes? Word? Yes, Exudes. Thank you. <laughs> Everything she has, her energy. Yeah. And especially uh, Lily would love her. Especially Lily. And he says, don't worry about Blair. She knows just how to sense people's weaknesses and she thrives. She lives for that. That's her MO. She's great at it. So if Eva doesn't put on a face that she's, you know, can get in under her skin, then maybe she'll be okay. Like, just don't worry about her. Just try and enjoy your night. So she agrees to go with him after all. And at the party, Chuck approaches Rufus and Eric alone to apologize. And now, knowing what Rufus knows, he is just absolutely infuriated. Can't even look at Chuck and says that, you know, I I can't I can't even believe what you have done. And Chuck says, well, I promise it was in the past and I never do anything like that again. Now. This is tough for me to hear because I feel like you've thought about doing it once, which means, and we knew you have tried to do it again. It's not a one-time thing. And even if it was a one-time thing, you're apologizing because you got caught. You're not apologizing 100% for the action. 100% so correct. It's like, while I, be- I hear you, Chuck, you're trying to change. But the fact that only maybe two years ago, this was the old you when you were like, 
power hungry. I can manipulate the situation because I'm Chuck Bass. I I, I don't know how you apologize for that because honestly, like, I don't think you're sorry. Like, you just are sorry you, you got, got caught, caught for the situation. And like, yeah, it's a shitty thing when people announce it. Like, oh, I did this. Like, oh, shit, I shouldn't have done that. We shouldn't have done that because... You shouldn't have done it. Yeah, and you know, it, Jenny wasn't the first one, and we know Jenny wasn't the first. I mean, one. in the pilot, doesn't he att- like Serena? Go to Serena, yeah, yeah. So that. we know that's for sure. Um, so Rufus tells Chuck, like, "Hey, I want to tell your new girlfriend the type of monster that she's getting herself involved with." And so Eva comes over, and in order to distract Eva from getting hurt, in in sense, she does get end up getting hurt anyway. But Chuck. Uh, tells Rufus that she's just a social climber trying to get attention from Chuck Bass. And so the two men end up getting distracted. She walks away upset. And like, I understood it in the moment, but also it was like totally self-preservation for Chuck. Yeah. Because he's like, okay, now they don't know Eva's the one. And also it's like Eva, I'm the one to hurt Eva and not them. Right. Which he was okay with. I mean, he... You know, it's a typical Chuck MO, in my opinion, but... Yeah. It also does keep her out of... It's insulting for her, but then they don't know her. Right. So she... Yet. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah. Right. So. Uh, later on, Chuck is sitting with Lily, and he feels defeated, knowing that he hurt Eva. And then... Another thing that bothered me is Lily says that she told Rufus that Jenny confided in her about what happened with her and Chuck a while ago. I'm assuming the molestation, whatever. And um, Jenny wants to put the past in the past, so we should do that. I'm like, it didn't sit well with me hearing Lily say that. Like, she, and like, Lily. Chuck's disgusting uncle tried to do the same shit to you. Would you are you putting the past in the past about right. that? I don't know. It didn't sit no, with me well. I and I was agree. like, you know, they're like trying to push over, and this is how dated the show is, and it's only 10 years ago at this point. Yeah. That like how minuscule this little issue is. Like we're just pushing over, like, Chuck's changing. You know, whatever Jack did was fine. Like, we're gonna put the past in the past. Bothered me. Yeah. But yeah. I, I'm trying to put myself in 2010 and like as much as it's not okay. Yeah, but we're watching. We're watching well, in 21. Anyway, I'm, I don't want to speak for myself in 2010. 10? But yeah. I'm pretty sure I would not be okay with of this. Of course not. Plus we were older at the time. It's and, true, that's true. You know, uh, it's just, you're absolutely right. Everyone just trying, you know, he's changed. He's we're trying. Yeah, they're trying to smooth it over. And so hearing... Lily even say that just upset me right that she was like well Jenny is trying to get past it so like the whole family should do that too and then you'll see even next episode like Rufus is much better with Chuck and I'm like "Mm." Mm. (laughs) Mm. but so Chuck he sees Eva trying to leave get into the limo and he runs up to her and she's just like explain yourself like I don't know who the old Chuck Bass was so you saying that I'm uh, a social climber, like I, I believed it. I thought you were someone that I was afraid I was going to meet tonight. And he says, no, I'm embarrassed. I'm the one who was th- the embarrassment of the night and explains he has a dark past and he didn't care about anything since he's met, since he's met Eva is the moment he changed his life. Which I believe, I at do, least. I think that's I how think, he believes. I think Yes. He believes he's changed his life the moment he met Eva. The past 
is not deleted in his in his mind. He's trying to rehash it, but you know, the people you've heard, it's it's hard for them to get past it. Right. So the two go off to talk and then I guess Chuck assume that Eva left because of all the bad things he's done and he ends up bumping into Blair. And she's like, oh, Eva didn't last more than two days here. And he's like, mm, I guess not. And as soon as he sees her across the room, he's like, bye, Blair. Good to see you. And just eyes light up, goes to kiss her. And she's like, I I met this new guy. And I think I trust that he can still be this new guy. She's and choosing to believe I'm, the exactly. new guy. And so the two end up. Uh, you know kissing in front of Blair which ouch yeah and they turn around and they go and he ends up introducing him her to his family which we don't see I would have liked to see that oh I want to see that exchange yeah so and then my whole spiel about this whole Chuck situation a part of me my 19 year old self or a 20 year old self at this point was actually extremely excited to see Chuck go and introduce Eva to his family. And I know that's crazy after all the shit I just talked about him, but like the nostalgia aspect, like you're Seth Cohen, even though Seth Cohen obviously not even on the, you know, light years away from this type of show. But uh, I was just like, oh, Chuck and Eva, so cute. Well, because (laughs) we really like Eva. and and Yeah, I like her. I like who she is. She's not corrupt in this world. Right. She's pure. She believes in him. And how wonderful to have someone believe in you and come from a pure loving space. Exactly. So yeah, she's I'm. Good for I, him. She's good for him. So I cheer for this. Okay. Even though At I'm, least I wasn't the only no, no. one. <laughs> I cheer for this. And when she came back and she's like, "I'm choosing to believe in you." Like I love that practice. Yes. I don't love the. We're just gonna brush it over and yeah, mm-hmm. because but she, it's tough. Who's to say we? He told her everything. Well, you know. <laughs> listen. The other thing was, it's still the same night. Like, how long was this conversation? Right. Did you, like, sum it, it up to been a very on the quick. sidewalk? Like, hey, I did X, Y, Z. And no, there, this is like you sit down and over a cup of coffee or you're in, you have a drink and you, this is like hours, hours long. Hours and then weeks because yeah. there's still not enough time like, at this point. Like, which part did you tell her? Right. I'm, cu- I'm curious as to what he led with. Right. <laughs> Where did you start? <laughs> yeah. So, uh, we must mention what happened between Serena and Blair at the event. Now, Serena arrives on a mission to go and have a smackdown with Blair because she thinks that she talks shit about her to the Hamilton house. And so, Penelope's super into this. Like, I love a Serena Blair smackdown. I'm into this. And all the Minion-esque girls, and they go and they uh, see that they're fighting on Gossip Girl, live action feed. The girls Whoa. are like scratching at each other and pulling each other's hair and you see a piece of Blair's extension fly out and Julia comes over and she's like, what are we watching? And decides she's going to blast it on the TV for the entire party to watch. And so all these kids are gathered around the television and then after it's been on for a few minutes, she decides, oh, we have to go save our sister Blair. Juliet's like, oh, that's enough now. <laughs> that's enough like, now. You plugged it in. 
I mean, this fight was great. This fight was amazing. Because we had, oh, you're like, you're into Nate, and oh then you're into Padge, and then goodness. you're into Nate, and then it's like, oh, check this, check I that. I loved it. It was so great. So, so petty and so hysterical. And so Juliet's like, we need to go save Sister Blair, runs over to the curtain, pulls it back, and they're just chilling with their champagne, and Dorota's there, and she's so super cute. She's like, anyone want champagne? The best. The best. It's so great. And they're like, oh, you thought you would one-up us. Like, you know, th- this might have worked at Constance, but not at Columbia. We're not that dumb. So, of course, Serena and Blair plot against Juliet, and Juliet gets extremely embarrassed, and she runs away. And Nate tries to go after her. Uh, actually, before that, Lily comes over and says, you know... <laughs> A lot of Bass industry members are alumni of Hamilton House, and Serena was a shoo-in. Like, she was totally going to get in. So she makes Juliet give Serena her key. Mm. (laughs) Embarrassing. Juliet runs away. Nate runs after her, like I said. And before he can even catch up with her, Serena goes up to Nate. She's like, are you really running after Juliet? And he's like, "Uh, yeah, I didn't really enjoy the show like most people. And admits to Serena, like, you know, you came back into town so nonchalant and I realized I am still really mad at you for cheating on me. You cheated on me. You come back here and act like everything's fine, like we're friends and I'm not okay with it. And and he chose Juliet. So he goes after her and they decide that, you know, they have feelings for each other and they kiss and Blair and Serena see it and they're like, oh, whatever. Whatever. (laughs) Who cares? Great. Yeah, but at least Nate and Serena got closure because I felt like Nate was like hanging on thread. And Serena's like, we're friends. I'm like, but five minutes ago in the limo, you can decide if you want to Nate or Dan, but now you're friends. Right. And also you didn't speak to him yet. Didn't I mean, I know talk. she tried and he was busy, but. Yes, he was mad. Uh, right. He on his pissed. time, he got it out. He was, yeah, he was upset. And now he's come to the realization that like, I'm just not over it yet. Right. And let's just pass the time with Julia. <laughs> I'm into this one. Yeah. She's a challenge. She's a challenge. Exactly. Well, not anymore since now he's got the girl. Right. Uh, To sum up, Dan, he's sweetly bonding with Milo and Georgina comes back into town and she's forced to explain everything. And she admits that when she was on the plane heading to Minsk, she hooked up with a man named Sergei and he got her pregnant. Sergei then told his wife, Oksana, that Georgina was pregnant and threatened her life, pretty much threatened Georgina's life. So Georgina comes back to the city where three men named Boris were hired to kill her and realized if she can only make Oksana believe that the baby wasn't Sergei's, then she'd be in the clear. So she had Sergei's DNA sent into the lab, but she labeled it Dan Humphrey, hence thinking Dan Humphrey was the father, which the plan ended up working. Oksana called off her goonies. And now it's not Dan's baby. And he's free, you know, to do his life. And she's going to take the baby because she reconciled with her family. And now she's going to go. Thanks for your help, Patch. <laughs> but he's not your son. So I could do whatever the fuck I want. I appreciate it. 
really, really You're shitty. Off the hook. Yeah, this is really shitty. This is like emotional he, trauma. It's, it is, and he just like he loved this baby like his own, thinking it was, and then. He, not nonetheless he literally just took care of this baby that wasn't his own and you're like i'm just gonna take him though well so he says to her i'm not letting you take and yeah she's like uh you're not the parent you don't have a choice you you but literally don't have a choice sign the birth certificate he did and so in the chat jillian's like what like that's a legal document he signed it bitch in court that's not gonna hold up is it fake and then i'm like well maybe it's fake i honestly don't know at this point i don't <laughs> i fake. don't know it's probably fake i mean because how else can she get away with that? It's probably fake. It's actually. definitely fake. Yeah, go Georgina. <laughs> so gorgeous. Yeah, like she's so super manipulative. Like we think Juliet's bad. I mean, Juliet, uh, Georgina's like a next level, just Russian spy. Like that's, she's, so she's good. At, who they approach her? The the oh, of course the Hudson branch or whatever. She's <laughs> so funny. <laughs> All yeah. right. So our last few scenes, Dan and Vanessa are like air quotes mourning the loss of milo in the apartment and vanessa's like hey i'm not gonna move in i'm gonna go take my stuff back and dan's like no i still think it's a good idea that you move in so (laughs) badge is living together guess he doesn't think it's a good idea this girl no one but no one no one (laughs) but no one thinks it's a good idea and they start to unpack her shit and like Oh my god! I can't believe that Vag is a couple right I, now. I same. It How, baffles me. Like I did it not see this coming. Mind. I same. I I truly didn't. I really thought we were past this. I really thought like after threesome and then into twosome we were done. Same. And especially with feelings for Serena, but th- we're continuing. Oh my god! We're actually yeah. they're the only two at NYU at this yes. point. Right? Yes, I mean, but we don't Out even see court. NYU no, I know. even in the slightest yet. But they could essentially just stay in their own little they bubble. Could. They could. And not be influenced. Yes. Uh, another pair of roomies over at the Waldorfs. Blair and Serena are discussing the night that they just had. And Blair admits that seeing Chuck with Eva was a lot harder than she expected. And then Serena admits college was a lot harder than she expected. And then Blair surprises her with a bedroom at Casa Waldorf. And so now the girls will be living together off campus storming too. At the Empire, Eva also begins to unpack her things. Lots of roommate situations going Mm -hmm. on. And she's like seeming kind of nervous, but like maybe wondering what her new life is going to be here with Chuck. And then finally, our last scene, Juliet is shown at a prison She's visiting a man and she explains to him that the boys were easy to manipulate, but the girls are presenting more of a challenge. And so she promises that they'll get it done and then takes his hand. And what? that's our final scene. Who is this? And I whispered to listen, like, am I supposed to know who this is? No, you're not supposed to know who this is. And we did have other people question newbies like, are we supposed to know who it is? Um, I don't know who it is. I mean, I do because I've watched further, but no, you're, he's a new character. We don't know who he is and why Juliet this would be working with better him. better be good. I feel like I'm usually <laughs> let down when things are led Just to Just keep chatting in the back of your mind I at am. all times. Don't take it too seriously, Michelle. <laughs> it's, I just hear her. She's on my shoulder. My little shoulder angel. Yes, but... We will come back in the second half, get through all of our segments, and don't worry, Michelle will be predicting what's to come. Yes.
We hope you're enjoying this week's episode. We wanted to take this time to tell you a little bit about our Patreon. As you may or may not know, we are a small indie production company, and every bit of funding goes into our podcast so we can produce the best shows of your favorite and our favorite nostalgic teen dramas. Over at Total Betty Media, we have two tiers. The $4.99 tier, a.k.a. The Noobsies. In this tier, you get our podcast episode a day early without ads. Our birthday club, which means you get a card from us during your birthday month. Our network news to keep you informed via email and any other Patreon bonus content, including bonus episodes, mini-sodes, behind the scenes, and our Topic Tuesday discussions. The $7.99 tier, aka the Upper East Siders, gets all previously mentioned perks with addition of being a guest on our podcast, invitation to group events like our group hangs via Zoom, game nights, and movie nights. You will also receive access to our private Discord channel, which is pretty much the best group chat ever. We also offer annual memberships, which means you can get a discount on your tier of choice if you decide to pledge for the year. We so appreciate each and every one of you and could not do this without your support. So if you're interested in joining our Patreon fam, head over to patreon.com slash totalbettymedia. Hope you enjoyed your break. Going to start out with some trivia. The episode rated 7.7 on IMDb. I feel like that's a tad low. I enjoyed it actually a little bit more than last week's episode. I did too. Just more fun with the drama and finding out the Juliet stuff and Dan getting the revelation that it's not his son. Yeah, good stuff. You know, still good overall. Uh, The episode title is based off the movie The Underneath. Never heard of it. Sounds like a horror movie. What? Okay, gr- un- whatever. I feel like that didn't work. I no. thought maybe undergraduates was like the graduate. Yeah. Well, <laughs> but not because it does right. not make sense right. at all. But right. I don't know. Um, as we said earlier, this is the first Gossip Girl episode to feature the site as being able to live stream something. The portrait Penelope shows of her great aunt originally appeared in Penelope's bedroom in A Wonderful Lie, which I guess was season one, right? Or two? Don't quote me on that. Maybe two. Uh, The Undergraduates was watched by 1.78 million viewers, and the episode was commended for the authenticity of Fashion's Night Out and Blair and Serena showing consistency in their friendship when faced with sabotage from Juliet. Some music we had by New York Pony Club, The Black Keys, Hot Chip, The Lost Patrol, Alana D, and Miss Mercury. Okay, some questions from our listeners. Lisa asks, Michelle, what do you think is going on with Juliet, the psycho Derek Wall, and the creepy criminal? I have no idea, <laughs> and I wish I did. And I, on break, I was really trying to come up with how Something. I'm feeling, what's going on in the Discord chat. Jalonse said, remember that she said he's hot. She did. I don't, and she said, just remember that. It will the reason why she said that will make sense next week. Right. But that's about all I'm holding on to at this point. And then easier to manipulate the girl, the boys. I mean, obviously, girls. because it's Nate and Dan and Chuck. Right. So what are <laughs> well, maybe we not trying so Chuck, to do? But... We're trying to get into this world for some reason. Does someone owe money? That You know, of course, my first thought is money or pa- 
power or why? And then there's the criminal. What did he, who is he associated right. with? Right. However, why do you without without saying too much? Yeah. Remember, she literally kept Serena's mugshot. No, I know. So it's like, are we focusing on Serena? But yet she's she's focusing on the whole group because well, she's trying to, to crack them all get down. To Serena, I guess so. Right. But why? Yeah, I, I have no, I wish, I guess, hey, listen, maybe this is a nod to the writers because I'm a mm. little stumped. Ooh, good. I am. But, well, because uh, this right. came out of nowhere. I have no idea what what's happening here mm-hmm. or who you are. And all mm. of my thoughts that I thought was like the dad, no, Carter, he's on the island. <laughs> he's, he's the one who stirred up trouble. So yeah. this is rough. It's hard. Um, also to add to that, Audrienne at Audrienne.speedel asks, how long do you predict Juliet sticking around for? Uh, did I predict her? I feel like I did on the first episode, but now I don't remember what I said. My bad. <laughs> Same. Two more episodes. <laughs> Two more. Okay. Yeah. So we're on three. Episode five will be her departure. Yeah, because I feel like we do have to wrap this up unless this is a full story a full season arc, mm-hmm. which would be really dragged out. Kind of like Serena's dad. Like every episode, I'm like, where's the dad? That was like where's from like, where's the dad? To the dad? end of two into all of three. Yeah, I mean, how obnoxious was that? Yeah, that was annoying. Um, and Jess also wants to add, why are they trying so hard to destroy our core characters? Which I know you said you're really stumped on this. Well, yeah. I mean, again, I think either it has to do with a revenge she brought up the death, and I don't know if she, that Serena wasn't the Pete, overdose. Pete Fairman, Pete, yes. she brought that up, which I feel like we're past that. God, we're so, we that's dealt so with that. We, yeah, I mean, really, we <laughs> dealt with that. So for her to bring that up, I guess, is just to like, you know, strike a nerve mm-hmm. and really to just dig into her. Okay. But I don't think it has anything to do with that. Like, I'm really trying to think. You're really stumped. This is good. I like this. I mean, maybe next week we'll, you'll have a little bit more. I'm hoping so. Hopefully. Hopefully I'll be marinating. Yes, definitely. Uh, Crystal at Chris Small on Instagram asks, what do y'all think of Eva? Eva, sorry guys. She's so hard adorable. For me. Love Eva. <sighs> Love Eva. She's, she's sweet. Such a she's, breath of fresh air. She's sweet. She's pure. She believes Humble. in love. She believes Ugh. in faith. She she's a believer. I guess we should believe it that. Believe Believer. <laughs> she's a believer. So let's sorry just guys. Oh, <laughs> oh, she's a beautiful believer. <laughs> oh, Beleva. Beleva. Oh, no, I'm going to call her name it, that's now. Beleva because it's easier to say than Eva, which for is some funny. Reason to me. Yeah. Um, and it's cute. Yeah. We, we, we uh, are very pro Beleva here. Very, very. She's super cute. Uh, Mike Dell underscore Vastos says so much little J talk these past few episodes. When will she make an appearance? <sighs> Mike, I was asking Liz also on break. Is Jenny coming She's back? She's like, is Jenny coming back? I'm like, yes, she's yeah. coming. Uh, episode, let's see. I'll just pick a random number. We're going to be on four next week. Episode seven. Oh. I'm hoping holidays. Okay. I will not confirm nor deny, but pretty good guess. Thank you. Um, Tish asks, who do you think will move out first, Serena or Vanessa? <laughs> Vanessa. Vanessa. Well, also, she wants to know how long Vagil continue. 
Oh boy. There's so many timestamps this Right? Week, we already did episodes. this prediction. How long will they last? I could see them lasting like a good amount of time, but it's going to be one of those things that because they're not involved with anybody else, it's just going to be dragged on. Mm, okay. It's like, oh, this isn't working. This isn't working. I really have to end it. I'm not ending it. Right. It's just going to kind of like... It's like everyone else is kind of like busy. Yeah. And they're like, well... Let's we'll keep it for yeah, now. Yeah, I think uh, it's going to fizzle out and not an abrupt ending. Right, because last time it kind of was an abrupt ending. He right. cheated. He kissed Serena. Right. I can't get over it. Right. <laughs> I'm not over it. I don't know how Vanessa's over it, but she's apparently over it for now. She's trying to make her, her peace with it. Uh, Jillian at Jill- Jillian Loves Beyonce asks, how does Blair justify being that awful to herself? What do you think? I mean, she's she obviously has. We talked about this all the time. Like her self worth is very little, even though she acts like it's very high, right? So, and also, like as much as I couldn't stand the way she treated Eva, we did discuss like she's really hurting, extremely hurting from this whole Chuck situation. So trying to put myself in her shoes and not shit on her so much but it, it's that's just the, the the blair mo is like i just i bring everyone down because i'm down well like a troll kind of yeah i mean i think because of like you said the hurt that she's feeling in this re- very toxic relationship she was a part of the one true yes, love her one her otp her otp <laughs> so that is justified in itself internally. But then you have her who had an amazing episode with Serena. Yes. You need to give a nod to that so friendship. Like on the other hand, their relationship is seeming to be thriving. Right. And which is good because like you need friendship before anything else. Yes. And they could have fought legitimately. They could have, they could have fought over Thank this whole thing. <sighs> and where even said like why would i believe you over serena and serena's like why would i believe you over blair so that right there hey i said no growth but that's pretty much no it is growth for their friendship and for blair because it's usually blair the one to get really insecure about the things that happen between her and serena and it's usually always she's always blaming serena and she did but it was kind of like deserved in the sense that serena acted kind of silly thinking that oh of course Juliet started this shit because she she's jealous of me she rightfully called her out on her shit yes. and the only reason we didn't agree is because we know the background right exactly 100% true Vic at Musechick asked do you think someone like Fleur can change someone like Chuck temporarily yes long term no yeah like you're always the person it's like <laughs> bridesmaids and she's like i think people change all the time she's like i think we just grow i don't think we change (laughs) it's like the argument well no i don't you're wrong i think people change they we change every day this conversation this topic is always interesting to me because i've i feel that you have your core right okay because i think back in my own relationship Mm -hmm. my personal relationship with aunt and when we first started dating i was young 20 and he was 19 yeah babies babies and he was very immature, and he will tell you that. But but his, he was but he was nineteen. His core is the same. Was good, yeah. And so he just needed to blossom and mature. Same thing with me. I needed to. We needed to work with each other and work their relationship. 
but our cores were good. The same. Not rotten. Right. So it's like, uh, do I think Chuck and Blair, their core is just manipulation and selfishness and to an extent yeah i feel like that never changes as much as you like chuck is saying like i new slate like i'm ready for this my my life has changed and you'll see even next week there's even more so the tease of that of of some things for chuck but like to the core like does your core completely change i don't know i don't think so there's so much damage because of his upbringing yes so how could it how could you just completely wipe that and without going to therapy right i mean sorry to bring some real (laughs) talk in here right but if right the only way to mend that is to is to have therapy to have friends that are close and good good uh like good outreach and like uh, example, right. but he the only example he has is, of that is Lily, who no offense has been married five times. No, <laughs> Eva, right now, Eva, Beleva. So, so Beleva, he's like there. She is the angel of my life. She she's changing me, changed me for the good. So I think he thinks she did, and I and she doesn't even know that she changed him now because she doesn't know the old him. Right. She just mended him back to hell. She just mended him. So I, it's a tough question. You guys let us know. I'm going to put a poll out. Do you I, think you can change someone or will someone change for you? Yeah, I had that written down. I, yeah. I think that should be That's a great topic of discussion. Um, Vic also wants to know, how do you think Serena approached Blair about the rumors she heard from Juliet? And I, I guess, like, how do they formulate this new scheme? I think flat out asked her and told her. And she was like, that's ridiculous. Yeah. And she was like, oh, you're right. <laughs> and then they're like, I'm hopeful that's how it happened. Like, just a mature conversation. I think so. Especially Dorota was a part of it. Oh, yeah. Filmed it. Exactly. Blair had the plan to have Serena, like, live with her, make the room for right. her. Right. She was already planning that. Yeah. So we knew they were way, way past it, which was great. Yeah. Uh, Vic's last question. Is Georgina on the island? Is she on the island? She's not. Thank goodness. Because she's my favorite. <laughs> yeah. No, she's she definitely uh, sticks around oh and comes back. Does she come back with Milo or she come back solo? Um, She comes back with Milo. Okay, cool. I'm hoping like for like a family <laughs> sort of meal. <laughs> family meal Thanksgiving. Right. Um, well, that's all of our, our reg questions and comments. We do have some for After Dark, so stick around for those. But we're going to go into some fashion headbands. Yeah, I had two. I had four. Whoa. The Minions were wearing two of the the, du- the twins, the double mint twins, I was going to call them, from Columbia. Yeah. The ones in the matching dresses. They were wearing one each. Then I saw another one at the party event, and then another girl was wearing one with a flower. Um, so I had four, but you had two. So Me two, yeah. Meet in the middle three. Yeah, okay. Um, what else did you like? I love the pink vibe. So Serena had this patchworky dress. Yes, going I enjoyed on. with and the Eric, belt. Yeah, and Eric's pink shirt. Yeah. Uh, so nice to see Eric. Like you know, we the, need to utilize him more. The way that Eric was reacting, you would think he was gossip girl. <laughs> you would think. He could be gossip girl. <laughs> you would think he was But gossip I'm just girl. saying he was very like, uh, He's like, Calm they're down. under construction. It does not mean <laughs> that they're gone. Right? Maybe he's working. Yeah. Mm-hmm. 
Uh, I enjoyed Chuck's red silk pajamas. He always has silk pajamas. They always look so comfortable. Uh, I liked Baleva's dress. The beaded. Yeah. Very uh, Su Wong-esque. Yeah. Um, Ser- I did like Serena's black and white dress at the party. I didn't love the belt combination, but I felt like the dress was like a little mature. The cut was but great. But the, the cut was great. Yeah. Um, I also liked her denim vest with the clear umbrella. Super cute. Those I have a clear umbrella. I love my clear umbrella. So cute. It's I love great because it. you could see where you're walking. That's so true. And you could stay fully covered. I liked Padge's plaid shirt. Yes, as did I. Uh, Jess liked Lily's dress at Fashion's Night Out. Um, I also had Eva's dress. I liked else? Blair's robe at the end. Oh, me too. Looks so cozy. Yeah. Uh, quotes. Yes. I have genetics don't lie, even though some doctors who administer paternity tests do. Ah, uh, nepotism. That explains it. Oh, my God. I laugh so hard with that. Uh, nothing makes it a party like a Serena Blair showdown. I do hate to disrespect tradition. I know. I was just drunk on gin and attention. That's like Blair's <laughs> signature. <laughs> if Ted Danson and Tom Selleck can do it, so can we, right? <laughs> Champagne? <laughs> Once men have tasted caviar, it baffles me how they'll just settle for catfish. <laughs> What's going on flash sale? Wrap dresses? Oh my god. Wrap dresses were so big. I, I had so many. And then looking back, I'm like, why? Yeah. I mean they were slimming though. They, they are, yeah. Um, so tell me who the hell you are, Chuck Bass. <sighs> yes. Yeah. That's the last one I had. Yeah, and I have Chuck. It's a good story, but it has a happy ending. Like, what? Who are you? Uh, MVP and shittiest? Yeah. I'm surprised. I did my notes a few days ago, and I'm looking at my MVP. I'm like, all right, we'll go with that. (laughs) All right, MVP? Mm -hmm. Okay. Mm -hmm. Three, two, one. Serena Blair. Oh, my God. You picked Serena and Blair. So did Tish and Angelina. Combination. They did a duo. Mm-hmm. I picked Dan. I felt like the step up, like, I'm just going to be daddy. I'm going to take this kid. He's not even mine. I don't want him to go into the foster uh, foster care. Um, we'll also pick Dan. And just Lisa and Vic all picked Lily. Yeah. And then yep. Mike just picked Serena by herself. But wow. Tish and Angelina Shocker also there. agreed with you with the... Belina. Belina. Yeah, because <laughs> the friendship and just I really loved that moment. Coming yeah. together, working together, and now they're roommates. Let's hope this sticks. That's probably hope. not forever. But in the long run, yes. I mean it is Blair and Serena. Right. Exactly. <laughs> okay. Shittiest. Yeah. Three, Three two, two, one, Juliet. I also gave a tiny nod to Blair just for the one scene because I can't let it go. But that's fair. You know, it's fair. Juliet most definitely deserved the award. Yeah. Um, Will Mike Tish and Jess also agreed with us. Lisa picked Eric for shit stirring. Which okay. now rewatching it, I feel like he did slip up like he didn't mean necessarily to admit the Jenny Chuck situation from the past. Um. But I understand where she's coming from. And then Vic and Angelina also picked Blair. Mm-hmm. Because, bitch. Right. <laughs> bitch. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Shall we go into Betty of the Week? Yes. You're a total Betty. 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 Total Betty.
total Betty. Okay, so this week I chose to represent Mad About Mal. Oh, so cute, Mal. Because we have seen her a ton on Discord. I mean, our Discord chat is going 24-7-7 days a week, which we are so happy for. That is the reason why we started the Discord chat. That's one of our perks on our Patreon 7.99 tier. You literally can chat with all of your fellow patrons for the entirety of the entire day. You can talk about OC, Gossip Girl, One Tree Hill, anything in general. I mean, we're talking about uh, Greek? Greek over there and Buffy the Vampire Slayer, whatever. Um, and Mal, I've just, I've been seeing your name pop up a lot. And every time I do, it makes me extremely happy because, I mean, we have some of these OG people we always hear from. They're always in the chat, which is great. But I feel like Mal has really stepped it up and she is getting her voice across to the rest of our community. And we see you, Mal, and I just want to say hi and thank you so much for sticking with us for as long as you have. And we really love your your con- contributions to our little chat. Yeah, and your enthusiasm is so good. And you're so positive. It's so sweet. Thanks, Mal. Thank you, Mal. All right, title for next week. Oh, <laughs> boy. Here next we week is uber frustrating, in my opinion. Oh, You'll see why for a few reasons, but it's also good. I do enjoy it. Okay. Um, title for next week, Touch of Eva. <laughs> three gossip words are three gossip words philanthropy packed flaky pack or packed packed okay. p-a-c-t and flaky flaky like a fish yeah exactly <laughs> all right fishing fishing here we go <laughs> touch of beleva well, Beleva. <laughs> it's touch a Beleva, not well, Eva, just touch Juliet, a Beleva. I think is in the philanthropy. Oh, okay. I think we're going to be going more into this and taking down. God, she's so involved. She wants to do with the she's kids. She's involved everywhere. I don't right. understand. She's so good at inserting herself in everywhere. Like, how are you a volunteer there, over there? Now you go to Columbia and you're the key holder? I don't get it. Yeah. Well, she's okay. everywhere. So she's no longer, is she still the key holder? Her key was given. No, her, her key was given to Serena. Was so I think that that's done. Okay. So which I'm surprised it even lasted that long. Because honestly, I mean, spoiler, I don't even know what happens, but I don't think she actually goes to Colombia. <laughs> well, yeah, I didn't think so. No, this is all bullshit. So a pact. Okay, let's we'll go with pact because what's coming in is Serena and Blair are gonna make a pact. Mm. No boys. <laughs> okay. So I think we're gonna do that. Flaky, flaky, flaky Juliet is flaky towards Nate. Nate is like, this girl can't commit. You said you were going to meet me. What's happening? She's flaky. And then the philanthropy, there's got to be some kind of, either that's going to be her excuse. Juliet's, I'm working on this. I'm involved in that, which is going to make her flaky towards Nate. And the girls have a pact. No boys. Love it. You're pretty spot on with the flakiness. I'll tell you that. Yeah. (laughs) Cool. Awesome. She flaky for sure. Yeah. For sure. Yeah. Well, great predictions, Michelle. Thank great. you. That's a wrap on 4-3. Ooh. We have made it another week. Want to thank all of you for participating with your questions and listening each week. If you haven't already done so, please do us the service of leaving us a review and rating us on iTunes slash Apple Podcasts because I don't ever know what to call it. 
iTunes, Apple Podcasts. Apple they're Podcasts. In, they're interchangeable. Well, that's what the app's called. The app is called Apple Podcasts. Yeah. So we will forever be grateful to you if you do leave us a reading and review. And if you have already, maybe your homework is share it with a Gossip Girl loving friend or maybe get a friend to start watching Gossip Girl so that way they can listen to us and you guys have something to talk about each week. It's just <laughs> another thing for you to bond over. Exactly. BFF for life. Be a Blair and Serena, you know. And uh, next week, teaser, we will be having our first episode ever featuring a fellow fellow podcasters that love Gossip Girl. Steph and Marley from Cutscenes and Cupcakes podcast will be joining us in the second half of next week. So make sure you get your questions in by Wednesday night for them because they are going to be super excited to answer them. Um, We are really, really excited to implement this new guest spot um, introducing some new podcasters out there. So um, please uh, DM us or send us an email, three gossip girls at gmail. Yeah, three gossip girls pod at gmail.com. I was like, is that are those words you coming got out it. of my mouth? No, you got I was it. doing so well tonight. Oh, yeah. You're still <laughs> doing so well. Yeah. So uh, get those questions in. I'm sure there would love to answer them next week. Shout out to Kaylee at the underscore little underscore otter for sending us a sweet message on Instagram about how much they are loving listening to the podcast and they're almost caught up to us so hi Kaylee when you get here yay (laughs) I'm also going to read off Will's treat in this non-spoiler segment from now on since some of our newbies have missed it each week I've been reading it in after dark so from now on I will read it before here you go Will's character storylines as song titles so we have Blair Serena Lily Winning Ugly, The Rolling Stones. Mm. Chuck, Secret Meeting, The National. (laughs) Dan and Milo, Just the Two of Us, Bill Weathers, George Washington Jr. Nate, Easier to Walk Away, Elton John. Vanessa, Dare You to Move, Switchfoot, reference to One Tree Hill Moment. (laughs) Eric and Rufus, Better Than Revenge by Taylor Swift. I thought that was impeccable. Uh, Juliet, White Liar, Miranda Lambert. Georgina, I Want You Back by the Jackson Five. <laughs> Penelope, Back to the Saddle by Aerosmith. Oh, I'm sorry, Back in the Saddle by Aerosmith. Eva, Never Gonna Give Up on You, Rick Asty, Astley. And Dorota, These Walls by Kendrick Lamar. I mean, always a gem. Perfect, Will. Thank always, you. Always, always a gem. Gosh, look forward to that every All week. right, you guys. See you in After Dark if you're joining us. Yeah. You know you love us. XOXO. Gossip Gossip Girls. After Dark. All right, Michelle, we've reached the After Dark segment. Now we can kind of relax. Take the bra off and (laughs) swing around. I know it's 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 hard now that you know to like now you're in my shoes every time we do the non-spoiler part of the episode which I'm like dying to just like discuss more okay we had a lot of issues with lots of ish and so did Jess because as Michelle and I wanted to know Jess brought to the attention of why does Dan seem so surprised Georgina's sitting on the beach when he fucking posted the picture wait 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 wait. (laughs) at this point according to articles last week Eric was supposed to be Gossip Girl. Well, according to Heather at 
H.D. Miglasi states that the Eric and Nate as Gossip Girl info we were given last week was only really teased by Joshua Safran and not Stephanie Savage and Josh Schwartz. So I don't know if there was like some miscommunication there, but Stephanie Savage on her final interview of the show stated that they always wanted it to be Dan and they never sh- never were sure if they actually were going to even reveal it. So kind of like the books. Imagine? Well, kind of like the books where she's just an entity and there's no re- revelation of who it actually is. That's fine. But in the books, the two it's, that it's I read. Min- it's minuscule. Right? Yeah. But like, can you imagine if it just never came out? Yeah. I and mean, this was a running joke. And you're like, Michelle, who's Gossip Girl every week? And then we get to the final. Oh and it's like, okay, <laughs> guess what? There actually is no Gossip Girl. We don't well, ever I guess out. that wouldn't have ever been a segment because it it well, is a to part be, of the show. To play a dirty joke, you could have done it. You're right, I could have. That's mean. <laughs> that would have been mean. <laughs> uh, Heather also goes into saying that it was revealed in the pilot, but they had to delete they had to delete the scene because um, which I think I fun- I mentioned this in the past, or maybe I've definitely read it before. But uh, she also mentioned that Gossip Girl is Dan's way of manipulating situations, like not being mad at Jenny for posting that picture of him and Serena last season. He wanted to be with Serena, so he didn't have a problem leaking it. It's true. So she said also the fact that he's constantly trying to explain Faulkner to his friends and then mentions it in the blast in season three is very obvious. <laughs> Um, yeah, so going back to Jess's question that she couldn't believe that Dan was surprised of seeing Georgina on the beach. Like, why are we showing Dan surprised? Okay. Of, but I get it. They're trying to throw you off, well, right? see, I also think, and maybe I'm wrong and we won't know, but I still feel that Grasso Girl was created and then he has minions. Not even minions. It's kind of like a forum. It's kind of like you you Reddit do it yourself, yeah. Or you just Twitter, or you just post, and it's kind of not anonymously. Everybody's under the gossip girl. So someone, which I'm like, did there has to be like a mod though, like a moderator, th- right? Maybe there isn't. Maybe this is like the technical difficulties of under construction. But then the under construction was because he's dealing with trying to figure out where Georgina right, like is. School year is starting. You have a baby. You don't know where Georgina yeah. is. So maybe he needed some time. Like I'm thinking, Georgina sent that photo of herself, mm. and uploaded oh, oh. it to herself. And so he was surprised. And he even was surprised. Like what the fuck? How did this happen? And right. also, where have you been? This is right. This, see, this would make sense in my world and in my mind. This is definitely not what they were thinking because they were, didn't think that far. You're you're right. You're so right. Thank um, you. Also, how would he know about Serena getting into not getting into Hamilton House because it was literally live feed and he was dealing with the Milo shit again. Again, same thing. So you can upload as free as you want. It's kind of this all access post as you can. Yeah, kind of like a Facebook market group. Kind of a Facebook moms group <laughs> where you can just upload just keep as you uploading. Want, yep, and there's no uh, filter yet. Right, right. There's no Tish actually moderation. had the same theory. She when she found out that Dennis Gossip Girl, she didn't really understand, and he must run a server. Right, and people just submit to him, and he files through and makes captions. Also, he really posts about himself, which is also suspicious. Yeah, it's true. But then you think about it, like who would give a shit? About Patch. So right. why would Patch be posting about Patch? Right. He's like, who and cares then about people Humphrey from Brooklyn? In the past, I don't know if I ever mentioned this, but uh, well, obviously I haven't because we've only I've only been able to talk with you for the last three weeks about Dan being Gossip Girl. But 
there is a point that he gives everyone nicknames, but then he also does refer to them as their own names. And he never once refers to himself as Dan, only just the lonely boy. Like he never mentions his own name. He'll never say Dan. I don't think. In Gossip Girl Blast? Yeah, I'm pretty sure. I could have just totally made that up. You guys have to check me, but. Mm, okay. Um, yeah, so there's that. Audrienne states that Gossip Girl was spoiled for her by a teacher, <gasps> assuming that she's seen it. So she went back and just watched the whole thing. Now she loves it. Wow, <laughs> a teacher? Yeah. That's interesting. Um, Angelina says that Dan had to get ready for college, so he took the site offline. Watching Eric look at the site makes me think what could have been. They actually went to college this episode. Bless. They had so many cut shots to Eric and Gossip Girl to hint that they were going to have him be it. Dan wasn't there, but when he did, we have time for her while Dan wasn't there. But when did he have the time to be her while he was worried about Milo? Right. Right. All, All good points here. Yeah. So. Uh, I wanted to share a follow-up story. Yeah. So. Oh, here we go. <laughs> last week, we're, <laughs> we posted our reel. We had we posted a reel on our Gossip Girl Instagram. And my friend who oh my spoiled God. who this Gossip is Girl so is for me, messaged me. Bless her heart. It was like, oh, my God. You you got you found out who gossip girl is <laughs> who is it and then she still says oh, i st- i still didn't remember who it was and i <laughs> didn't answer her because i still feel like i don't even know how to break this to her that it was you right like you did it heart. i just so oblivious didn't i didn't uh, address that part of the conversation and hours went by and something else was brought up and i was like okay good we'll never go back to this it's so funny but just like it was She's got you. a lot of shit going on in her life, you know? Like, right. It's just like, yeah, so who spoiled it for you? It's so awful. <laughs> it's so funny, just though. Just made me laugh. I was like, is this... Is and this she texted it? to me. She goes, I don't know how to respond. I was like, um... <laughs> I was like, you should just be like, it was you! And I was like, I can't know. Because then she's going to feel awful. Of course she'll feel awful. I'll be like, awful. yeah, this actually changed the whole trajectory of the show. <laughs> so thank you. No. I know. No. Super funny. But I'm kind of happy that you know, because it's like one less thing I have to worry about censoring Same. around you, you know? And then I told my boss, and my boss is like, oh, thank God, because this whole time it's I thought so- I was going to end up telling yeah, you so by hard. accident. I yeah. know. And plus this part is kind of fun, because now I feel like, Oh, every episode, I'm like, yes, now we can talk about it. Now we can talk about it, yeah. It's good stuff. Yeah. Well, any last remarks? No, I mean, I just again, just I'm going with my, like what Tish said, with the server. Yeah, makes sense. Group, and let's see how this rolls. And now that the live stream factor. So let me, let me, like, question this. It was under construction. Was it because he was enabling the live stream option? Oh, maybe. Was making... Like, we need we need a little break to kind of figure out the kinks. and then... Right. Even though, why would you give a damn since you're dealing with baby drama? Right. That's why he must have someone helping him or people just upload and it goes as they, has, yeah. as they prompt it. Right. You know? Savage. I'm like thinking, I'm like, I cannot believe it. I know it's not a big deal. I hear Shannon be like, Michelle, get over it. It's not a big deal. Yeah, like maybe in him, it kind of just like he started this thing and it became a thing. He's like, I don't got time to deal with it. 
So you guys do it yourself. You run it. You run it. You're basically all gossip girls because You're all gossip girls. And now it's pathetic because honestly, it's just Columbia people right. because nobody else in the fucking college world gives a shit about gossip girl besides Columbia. Right, because we're and why you doesn't care, and we're not following anything that's happening at concerts. Right, we're just following Serena Blair, Nate, Chuck. That's it. That's really, it. truly, because again, they don't really mention Dan. Jenny's missing. Eric's doesn't go through drama, and that's really it. I mean, we're constantly, we're occasionally, I should say, throwing in parent situations, but it's only because of what happens with the kids. Right. Like we don't, we're not posting about Lily and Rufus's love life on there. No, so. Yeah. Yeah. Like it. Uh-huh. All right, guys. Until next week, make sure to get those questions in for Steph and Marley. I'm super excited. Me too. We're going to have them on for the second half. For, for, touch of Eva. Baleva. Baleva. Thank you so much for listening to Three Gossip Girls. You can find us on all social media platforms at Three Gossip Girls Pod or at 3gossipgirlspod at gmail.com. This has been a Total Betty Media Podcast, produced and edited by Michelle Rubenstein and Alyssa Tenio, music by Anthony Vacora. <laughs>